Hi, everyone. I'm Kara Scott, and welcome to the Heart of Poker, sponsored by 888 Poker, a podcast that looks at the heart and soul of the players that we root for at the poker table. I use a modified list of the questions from the 36 Questions to Fall in Love study developed about 25 years ago by psychologists. It was part of an experiment to see if they could make total strangers fall in love with a kind of shortcut for getting to know someone on a deeper level. My guest this time is British poker pro, part-time poker coach, Benny Glazer. He holds the record for the most World Series of Poker bracelets of any UK player and is hailed as one of the best mixed game players in poker. His success and his skills are seriously impressive, both online and live, and he has the accolades to prove it. And he also very recently moved to my home country of Canada. So thanks for coming on the podcast. How is Canada treating you so far? <laughs> hey, Cara. Thanks for having me on. Uh, <laughs> it's been enjoyable so far. Yeah, I've just got back from a nice four-night uh, kind of skiing trip. Uh. And yeah, back into my flat, which is still a complete and utter mess right now. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it, I've been moved in for like two days. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty crazy almost a month that it took me to find a place um hmm. yeah happy to be settled in and hopefully starting to have time to actually enjoy and make the most of living here nice well what was the pull for canada um it wasn't just like canada as a country i guess it's more vancouver specifically as a city. yeah um one thing was i have never lived abroad and was looking for kind of a new interesting experience with that and mm -hmm. have heard great things about Vancouver from infinite friends and people <laughs> uh, who both have like lived here in the past and still do and yeah I came to check it out myself um, last year just before the World Series and really enjoyed it and it's a beautiful city with pretty much everything you could want or need in a city Mm -hmm. and um yeah cool and friendly people like it nice so it's funny when I moved to London from Canada it was a completely different situation because I had not traveled at all and obviously because of poker and I mean you you travel so you're probably not really having the same kind of um like culture shock that I did moving from <laughs> small town Canada to London <laughs> yeah but is there anything that's kind of like whoa that is not like I'm used to <laughs> Hmm. I don't think there's been anything too shocking, really. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's like a few things that just take some getting used to, but um, yeah, nothing that's been too crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was like debating which kind of countries to move to, this obviously was one of the <laughs> easier ones that we're gonna going to take to some uh, acclimatizing for. Yeah. Um, I did generally want an English speaking country or, I mean, well, I did consider somewhere like Scandinavia that, mm -hmm. um, like pretty much everywhere speaks, sorry, everyone speaks English, even though it's not yeah. the primary language. Um, yeah, that was just going to be obviously easier for a lot of way reasons. Um, and I did look at quite a lot of others, but yeah, essentially mm -hmm. Canada came out with the winner. That's so cool. I hope you really enjoy it. Um, like last year was such an impressive year for you in poker. So being in Canada this year, like how do you see your year this year going differently than last year? Are you still going to be focusing on a lot, a lot of poker? Are you putting kind of effort into travel? Um, more of the travel and mm. 
life side of things, really. <laughs> um, I don't plan to play as much online here as I have been in the past. Yeah. Um, although, actually, last year, uh, I did kind of take a hiatus online for the first few months of the year. I really just played the main series online. Mm -hmm. um, I took quite a lot of time off and enjoyed that. And so far, I've been doing that as well recently. I basically haven't played online uh, in about five or so months. Wow. Um, until, yeah, since just before the World Series. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to kind of branch into some other things, hopefully, uh, which, well, I hope that'll be enjoyable. And <laughs> I, I'm still going to play like the big series online, but yeah, not grind quite as hard as I have done in the past. Right. Well, what other kinds of things are catching your attention right now? Uh, so music is one of the big things that I wanted mm. and that was kind of another reason why like Vancouver is going to be somewhere attractive where it still has all the things uh, where many other countries didn't like the others that I considered like somewhere like Thailand or Costa Rica mm. or like Sweden somewhere that was going to be difficult for a lot of things. So I'm both planning to kind of learn in terms of maybe uh, in the future, kind of having that on my horizons, like working in a studio or producing. Oh. So that would be something that I kind of need to get better at first in order to uh, have it as a profession in the future, mm -hmm. um, as well as things like hopefully joining a band and uh, teaching guitar part-time as well. Oh, nice. Well, I, I've heard, I mean, I, I've never lived in Vancouver, but I visited a lot. I had family that lived near there. I mean, near in Canadian terms is like an eight-hour drive, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I hear that it has a really great music scene. So it seems like a kind of a, a good place to land for you. Yeah, I haven't had mm. the chance to check it out yet, but I'm genuinely excited to. Nice. Um, I've yeah, I've started looking into it. Like I looked up at like a join my band website, trying to form, and there's just infinite people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can so, imagine. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we're gonna start with these questions. Um, the way it works is they're broken into three sets of questions. They just kind of progressively get a little more personal as we go through. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Me. Let's start off with the easy ones. Um, did yeah. you ever want to be famous growing up? Uh, I, I guess yes and no. Um, like, it seems like when you're young, it's like kind of an alluring idea. Yeah. Um, but I think like, as far as the actual practicalities of it go, <laughs> I probably didn't really want that. Um, like, it's just a nice idea, <clears throat> idea, and especially when you know when you're younger, that kind of stuff is important to you and your friends, like bragging rights and mm -hmm. all that kind of nonsense. <laughs> um, <laughs> that you would like the idea of, but I think overall, no. And as I kind of got older i think that idea became probably less attractive to me too mm -hmm. um i i heard you talking about this uh on the last podcast with brandon actually right and uh it was pretty interesting to me like you're talking about like 
quote unquote poker famous as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, that was cool. Like it was how you're talking about it. I could relate to it as well. Like when mm. you kind of have people coming up to you that in a way that it's like celebrating you and your work and like, right. It's, it's so cool. Like, <laughs> it's really, it really nice. is. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's like very kind of fulfilling and, yeah. uh, kind of meaningful in a way of like it's you know recognition and like as, as hard work and mm-hmm. even like having people come up to you saying like as you said like they really like your work or uh you know you've been inspirational motivational for them mm. then that's been really nice when it's happened in the past it's not something that I kind of sought out for but it's something that has been nice whilst I'm also not famous enough that I can kind of do my own thing <laughs> and nobody cares a lot in most yeah. spaces. So yeah, as you said, like poker famous, it just kind of means nothing in the real world, which is it's nice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just, really uh, is. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a more relaxing life, I think generally to yeah. be able to do your own thing and, you know, not really care, n- not, have repercussions from mm-hmm. the various things yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like having people watching you all the time to exactly. make a misstep and all of that yeah it's kind of funny exactly. like that sounds yeah yeah and with the pandemic I haven't because of my own personal situation and like the family health whatever I haven't been able to travel so I haven't been able to get to the world series although I'm planning to be there thank goodness working this year Ooh, nice. um, and, oh good. I can't wait I can't wait um, awesome. but I haven't been able to go anywhere and kind of do my job and as I'm also an ambassador you know for a poker mm. company I they did obviously didn't put any pressure on us, which was really nice during the pandemic with lockdown and everything. But I did feel like a certain amount of pressure to kind of be visible on social media. And that was a little bit soul destroying, to be honest, like to be putting out that kind of amount of content. And it just kind of felt like it didn't have an enormous point either. Like it wasn't me interviewing as many people or doing all that kind of stuff. It was more just kind of I don't know. Yeah. And I don't want to say fluffy because and, some people do an amazing job at it, you know, right. but I'm not an yeah. influencer. So it was weird. It was a really weird feeling. Yeah. yeah. In that kind of situation, do you feel like the need to kind of put a face on something? Um, yeah. Especially like, you know, it's such a shitty situation as the pandemic. <laughs> Did you yeah. feel the need to, yeah. Yeah, kind of like. Yeah, because I was trying to be a little more like upbeat about it because it was such a weird situation too. I, you know, like we drove to a farm expecting to spend two weeks there and we spent 200 days on this farm, you know, and there were feral dogs and the snake (sighs) jumped at me and like (laughs) it was really bizarre. Like it was just, it was madness. And so posting about it was nice in that respect. I like would, I had a whole project where I did uh, self portraits where I took pictures because mostly I take pictures of my kid, but I can't, I don't post those. So I did self portraits and it was just kind of weird to watch my own descent into madness, (laughs) 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 but it was very enjoyable to look back on now and be like, wow, (laughs) that was a weird year, (laughs) but I'm glad I don't do it anymore. That's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a good (laughs) word for it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, the freedom overall I find really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, just not having attachments to that. 
like yeah. when I've also, I guess, uh, considered Percocites in the past, I've mm-hmm. kind of preferred doing my own thing and having the freedom and not that mm. kind of accountability. I absolutely like respect it in people who do. Um, but yeah, I, I find it a difficult thing pretty often to, yeah, yeah. face on something. And yeah. It's kind of, it's a promotional job as well. And for a lot of yeah. poker players, that can be an awkward fit, I think, because mm-hmm. it is an actual like promotional PR kind of thing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not just like maybe 10 years ago, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, it was almost seen as to be an ambassador for a poker site was like um, a reward for being a really good poker player, you know? Um, so it was like yeah. extra perks and that sort of thing. But actually the reality of it, especially now, is that, you you know, you're working as a, an ambassador in the face of a company and it that does come with a lot of responsibility and yeah, it's more of a job than it is a reward. And that's sure. Yeah. And it yeah, it often comes like much more naturally to other people. It's like mm. much easier to others. And I don't think I'm one of those people really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're a poker player. And um, <laughs> I'm a presenter, so it makes a lot of sense. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, so next question. What skills do you have that would make you uh, a good survivor in a zombie apocalypse? Oh well. <laughs> um uh I guess I'm pretty physically fit. There um, you go. I used to do some martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um actually trying to get back into that into Vancouver actually. Cool. Um mostly kung fu and oh. uh, karate, karate as well. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh yeah. I did also listen to your, as I said, with Brandon. The, yeah. The I was very impressed by that, by the way. I didn't, oh. I didn't know that at all. Um, <laughs> Man, I loved it. It was, yeah, it was like the biggest thing in my life for a, a number of years. But I, I mean, you must know that, like that feeling that you get when you're kind of really training is just so intoxicating. Yeah. 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 I just, I had no idea. I'm, I'm still impressed by it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, any other skills? Um, what, what other skills do you, I don't know. I mean, mm. I, I guess I'm above average intelligence that hopefully <laughs> I would be able to Come on. Um, find, you know, find some kind of, uh, escape plan better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, those are good skills. Yeah. That's a good amount of skills. I think you would survive. Um, I guess I I can try and be resourceful. I have a lot of random stuff that could maybe be useful. I I will go. I think that is a great set of skills and I do think you would survive. (laughs) So I would have you on my team. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks. Um, Yeah. And uh, same to you. Thank you. And your uh, extra sharp elbows. Yes. Uh, They're like knives, man. They're like knives. (laughs) Yeah. Elbows like knives. Um, Okay. How about this one? Do you believe in love at first sight? Hmm. I guess I kind of would like to. Mm -hmm. uh, Just because it's such a nice idea. It's such a romantic notion. Mm. Um, that it's it's nice to think that it exists. Um, <laughs> I guess part of me does believe in it in the way that 
it can sometimes quite quickly uh, see whether you would kind of get along with someone. Um, right. Just a, in a way of a judgment point of view and also kind of, I guess, from all your past associations, things like mm -hmm. that, how your brain makes those kind of links. Um, and the chemical side of things, maybe. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know if... It's a nice idea, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. I don't think I believe in it, but I think it's a really nice idea. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things where I'd be super happy to be to be shown that I was wrong, and that's not often the case, though. So oh, for a... <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think. Like, I can't really talk too much from, like, personal experience like that. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, I mean, all humans are so unique, obviously, that it's still the getting to know someone past yeah. the initial looking at them for a second. That is obviously going to be the overriding love thing. Um, right. But I think I have like some vague feelings of it in mm -hmm. the past, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't like, you know, call it love, but somewhat. Yeah. Love adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Close yeah, to love, nice. yeah. yeah. On yeah, the I way think, there. Yeah. Getting there. I think for a lot of poker players that I've spoken to or who I've asked this question to or even just kind of talked with on a personal level, mm. it can be just really hard to imagine the idea of love at first sight. And I remember talking to this uh, a poker pro a long time ago, maybe like six years ago, and they were getting married very re like very soon. And we were talking about it and how glad they were that they found their partner and all of that. Um, and someone at the table, it was a big table at dinner, had said something about like, you know, like um, there's only one person that's right for you. And they said, that's just ridiculous. I mean, there's probably a hundred thousand people that I could marry on earth <laughs> and be very happy with. But this one is here <laughs> and now. And I was just like, wow. Did that, did that make her feel special? <laughs> was she thankfully, there? she wasn't there. Uh, okay, <laughs> but right. like, I was like, damn, that is taking it to a whole other level. Yikes. But, I mean, they're yeah. still married and they're very happy. So there you wow. go. I mean, <laughs> compatibility. Point, like, I, was just, I was just imagining like how many people in the world would we meet in our lives? Yeah. Like, it's obviously a tiny percentage. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I'm sure. And language has a point. Oh yeah. yeah, language. Like there are obviously like multiple like cultural language mm. barriers, those kind of things. Um, so I can kind of see what you're saying, but yeah, in the way he says it, that's pretty rough on his uh, future <laughs> wife. <'cause>... Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they knew what they were getting into. But wow, that's the sort of thing that you bring up like six years later, and you're like, you remember when you said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. Whilst, yeah. Whilst they're oh. happily married, or whilst they're yeah, divorced, or, <laughs> or on their way to yeah, down. divorce adjacent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, when did you last sing to yourself or someone else? Hmm. Um, I guess I sing to myself somewhat frequently. Um, nice. Yeah, overall, I enjoy singing. Um, I guess I do it like a few times a week. So I guess maybe hmm. 
two days ago, probably, I think was the last time. Um, what do you sing? Normally? I wouldn't say I, I don't take it like seriously most of the time. It's, you know, mm. just music I'm currently listening to, whatever is uh, making me want to sing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit difficult because uh, a lot of music I listen to these days is uh, instrumental in some mm. way or another, whether it's like just kind of, uh, you know, like guitar and prog rock kind of mm-hmm. uh, instrumental or like house and more electro type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy singing. I'm actually planning to start getting singing lessons again. Um, so hopefully that will be something I can continue with. Because uh, I, yeah, I hmm. generally like human singing. I was trying to think of, <laughs> I was trying to say like the human voice, the human singing sounded a bit weird. But um, <laughs> it's very early for you where you are. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Words are hard, yeah. So <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I would like to pursue it. And I, I definitely respect people who, can sing well and I'm mostly jealous of them mm-hmm. same or maybe not well jealous is, but admire them as well and, yeah um yeah it's something I want to get better at. and yeah I just enjoy it I just love music so much that I'm often involved in it in some way or another like actively listening if it's not uh humming something or you know mm-hmm. or singing then yeah I'm definitely hmm so it plays a pretty somewhere. big role in your life than music, like on a yeah, daily absolutely. basis. Yeah. 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 I don't think a day goes by really when I'm not listening to music. As wow. Well. Have you always been like this where music was such a, like a core part of who you are? I think so for, for most hmm. of my life. I mean, I, I started playing uh, guitar when I was six and um, I, so that was classical guitar and I stopped when I was nine and then picked up the electric when I was like 13. So that was, I think from like maybe 12 or so I was really getting into music again. Hmm. I remember for some reason I just had a a picturing moment where I could picture myself wearing uh, like, t-shirts of bands when I was incredibly young like I had to like oh. I must have been something like seven or eight wearing like uh, Guns N' Roses or Metallica <laughs> or something I just randomly pictured that so yeah I think it was since very young um huh. yeah always really enjoyed it um my brother also played guitar for a while before I did Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I picked it up because of him and yeah, I think it was something I, yeah, always enjoyed. Um, I, I did actually sing a bit as well, I guess, at a very young age. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it pretty much progressed from there from, nice. uh, everything I did wanting to play all the instruments and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I, I really admire, and I am jealous, I think, of people who can play instruments and sing. It's just not, it's not something that I've ever really kind of focused on or put any attention into. And I just find it so incredible to watch people do what they're really good at, you know, like, especially with music, there's something kind of magical about it, being able to 
make those different, I don't know, emotions even more Absolutely. so than sounds. I love that. Yeah, mm. completely agree. I mean, I've yeah. obviously been playing guitar for a while, but I still, you know, frequently watch guitarists that are very clearly like a lot better than me and mm. seem like it's kind of out of reach. And I'm just like watching in admiration that like, I feel like they've just mastered the instrument yeah. and like just absolute admiration in ways mm. that, you know, I'm just you can make this guitar sing and you're just absolutely playing it perfectly yeah. in ways that um, I hope to be able to reach one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like poker, it takes so much focus and so much effort, really. Like you have to really put the effort and the time in, like Absolutely. the sweat. And it, yeah, and it's something that, you know, not a lot of people have both poker and music, I think. They don't have sure. the time, the discipline, the desire, I guess, to like be so focused. So yeah, Absolutely. I admire it. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. It really takes in a lot of hours and a lot of sweat and uh, it can really be a grind um, depending mm. on what level you are. But well, I'd <laughs> say, or what level you are looking to be, uh, you know, poker, absolutely a grind. And music, <clears throat> like I stopped when I was uh, nine because I, that was when I found it too much of a grind, really. Like yeah. I wasn't enjoying it. I was just like, okay, I'm just having to do scales and stuff right. it's, it's homework i'm like this is not why i picked up the guitar in the first place mm. it's not really enjoyable to me anymore and then yeah picking up it again because i love this so i was like mostly wanting to play all the fun stuff i'm like yes just give me the fun <laughs> stuff and then how do i learn this give me this like this awesome rock track this mm. metallica track i just heard i want to play this you know what um and that still is stays with me somewhat um i can relate to what brandon was saying the other day where like i really generally try to keep music as a fun thing um, right like yeah. obviously i want to get better at guitar and but that's like four reasons of wanting to play the things i want to play better mm. so like all the scales and you know everything like very intricate boring <laughs> kind of practice it's just <laughs> so that I'm better at the fun stuff, you know? Yeah. So that, um, cause that's mostly what I want to play and mostly what I do play. Cause I just, yeah, prefer mm. to keep it fun really. Huh. Okay. Last question in this first set and we'll see how many we actually get through. We may not get through that many. Um, <laughs> so what do you want out of your life? What would make you think, yeah, I did this the right way. Like when you get to the end, is there anything that you just, that that's really important to you? whether it's a feeling or a, like some kind of success or a focus? Hmm. The first thing that comes to my mind is, uh, I guess it's helping others mm. and trying to, uh, you know, leave us a better place mm, than yeah. when I arrived, I guess, <laughs> um, you know, like having made a positive impact on the world and on people, um, in whatever way that might be. Um, and then I, I was thinking of things like, uh, 
coaching, for example, like poker or guitar, mm -hmm. when I really get the nice kind of fulfillment feeling of having helped someone and the more um, obvious times that where like I've been coaching someone for a while and they say it's helped so much, you know, it's great. You're uh, this sound like I'm bragging, but I mean like, you know, if someone's, it's just such an amazing, fulfilling feeling that it's something that I want to create and put back into the world. If someone's listening, yeah. you're a great coach has been making me so much more confident in my game. I've really been enjoying the session. I've been enjoying playing poker more, all that. It just gives me like the warmest feeling in the world. Yeah. And um, that's absolutely something I want to do more of if I can. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So things yeah, along that's really those lovely. lines. Yeah. I know. I guess it's more of a somewhat superficial thing in poker, but with music, absolutely as well for mm. um, guitar playing. Like it's, amazing teaching someone to get better at guitar, something else that I love so much. Right. Um, and yeah, I guess I don't feel like I'm there yet personally, as far as like mm -hmm. a way of teaching people, but if um, a way of just impacting someone else's life in a positive way of, I don't know, just teaching them to be better at, life and somehow I don't, I'm struggling <laughs> for words no um, I, that I yeah go ahead. yeah I think that is such a it's such a powerful thing to be in someone else's life um yeah like any kind of a teacher whether it's a coach or whether it's a, a school teacher you know I, I being able to see the difference in someone or in their skill set but usually when there's a difference in your skill set it changes you as a person as well especially I'm guessing with something like music as you get better at something, you believe more in yourself as well. And it, it kind of changes your view of yourself to, to gain a new skill, especially if it's like the first time you've really tried to do something like that. And I mean, I found that myself when I was training with Muay Thai and I, it really changed my perception of who I was and what I was capable of. And so to be able to lead people through that, I think is pretty incredible. And like teachers, I don't know about you, but I have, I have a teacher from high school <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. like, he was amazing. He was my English teacher and he was a pretty new teacher. So he wasn't even that much older than us. The poor guy, like we were not an easy, it was not an easy school. <laughs> <All> <laughs> and yeah. I actually like, we follow each other on Twitter now, which is funny because we're, you know, nice. not that far apart in age. So we're both adults, but I don't think I would ever call him anything but Mr. Stewart because <laughs> he was my teacher. And okay. he truly changed my life in some ways and how I, awesome. you know, read literature and what I thought about the world. And to go through your life actually creating those even tiny bits of change in even a fraction of the people that you coach, that's that's special. Like, <laughs> that is something, yeah, right? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if you uh, think, you know, that teachers just had such a positive impact on your life, mm. um, in such a big way and I'm sure if he knew that if he doesn't already then I'm sure <laughs> you'd you know absolutely love that yeah and he's a great he's a great guy and and deserves to kind of feel that too and also Canadian and Canadians and British people share <laughs> this trait of not wanting to like big themselves up <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah. yeah for both of you there you go awesome yeah okay next question yeah. what is your biggest fear Oh, yikes. 
Um, hmm. I, I guess I was thinking maybe relation to the previous question in kind of an opposite way. Mm. Um, where you uh, would die, you'd be dead, and having, like, nobody care about you. And, yeah, and, yeah. you know, having made a, a negative impact on the world or, like, people mm. thinking badly of you um, in that way or, like, someone, I don't know, being glad you're dead. Like, that's oh, that be sounds awful. absolutely terrible, yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's just a relation from the previous question, mm. um, and that kind of thing <laughs> on my mind, but yeah, things related to that, uh, just, yeah, sound yeah. awful. If it's not the number one fear, it's like definitely of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be like a proper well, existential fear too. Like it's like deep yeah. in the, in the human psyche, Right. make an impact <laughs> don't have people celebrate when you die <laughs> that's a pretty For big sure. one yeah yeah okay and well like yeah it well, kind of goes along uh, with the next question i was going to okay, ask you which ahead. is if you knew in one year that you were going to die suddenly would you change oh, anything about the way that you're living now okay at least this <laughs> this question the the other one i uh i didn't know about the um, one of like you knew how you were going to die, like that one. Oh, that um, one. Yeah, we yeah. could do that one too. Do you no, have an I, inkling about how I you die? I don't know. Die? That's the thing. I, I was like relieved it wasn't that question because oh. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I find yeah. that one a really weird question. Like, yeah. um, do you have any idea about how you might die? Like that, I don't know. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be getting out of people, so I don't tend to yeah. ask it very often. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> would you change anything about your life if you All knew right, so that in a year in you a only year. had a year left? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I th I think so. I think I would try to live life even more to the fullest. I would mm. try to make the most of each day absolutely more. And, you know, each of my interactions with everybody, I would try to make as meaningful as possible and mm -hmm. you know, say everything to people that I'd want to say and, you know, not put things off, uh, you know, tell people whatever, how much I love them, whatever. Yeah. And... I guess also I would be less uh, conscious for other like long-term things, um, you know, maybe health things, I guess I would disregard some things. <laughs> um, so in a way that would have like some negative health impacts where I would like care less about stuff that I'm doing for the future. Right. Um, your cholesterol level, for example, yeah, who exactly. cares? <laughs> you don't care about that. <laughs> so I guess you'd have some more free time open up with that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, with those kind of things. And I would just do all the activities that I'd ever wanted to do, mm. go all the places, see all the things, um, anything that I have been putting off in my life or like coping that I would do and be like, mm -hmm. Oh, I'll go there next year. I'll see that next year when I'm in that place. I would just go do it as soon as I could, um, mm -hmm. go see anything that's on the bucket list. Like, you know, go New York or wherever, like that, right. that I've never been and always wanted to. I just absolutely go. Yeah. yeah. Um, sounds exciting just thinking about it. <laughs> like right. Go. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's weird because this is like not the best time in the world of to course, do an yeah. enormous amount of traveling. Yeah. And I found that to be really hard because um, my almost my entire adult life, I've just been on the road a huge amount of the time, like a huge, huge amount of the time. And so mm -hmm. to suddenly not at all be is weird. <laughs> and yeah, that kind of bucket list, I think mine would have a lot of that in it too. Like go see things, do things. And I don't know, maybe the last couple of years has really made that very clear for me, but for a lot of people too, like how lucky we were to be able to go to so many places and I can't wait to do that again. So for sure. And yeah, yeah. Also just from the kind of social side of it as well, like oh, people good God, yeah. I hadn't seen in, you know, two, two and a half years that I was, you know, yeah. planning to see in like three or four months time or something. <laughs> wasn't able to that I kind of I guess took for granted in that way so mm -hmm. um yeah everything like that I would just try to make the most of and make uh, as meaningful and impactful mm -hmm. as possible um mm -hmm. how about you for like the that kind of social side of it oh oh <laughs> I haven't seen anybody in my from my own kind of circle like anybody I mm -hmm. work with my family or my friends in oh, two so years sad. Yeah. Two years ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, I was in Madrid with some mm. of my friends uh, and playing poker and just having like a great old time. And yeah, it's been literally two years. I haven't been able to, to see anyone, which is bizarre. Um, it's really isolating and it's but it's kind of taught me a lot, but I kind of wish it hadn't. <laughs> like I've right, had enough growth and character yeah. development. Like, I'm good. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I am That's ready to just, kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, and not be quite sure. so full of character. Um, right. But yeah, it's not going to be forever, thankfully. Sure. Mm. And for the the question of like if you uh, knew in a year for like the social mm. side of things, for what you um, – would want to do how would that change things for you would you just like mm. let's say uh no pandemic for hypothetical reasons, oh thank but, god okay yeah. yeah well i'd go see my family number yeah. one i haven't seen my parents in over three years that's a really long time like right. yeah. way way too long and i miss them terribly and my sister mm -hmm. too and you know my i haven't seen my brother and even longer than that so i would definitely go do that and i would go see my friends most of my friends like a, a great deal of my friends are in england um and i miss them i'm living in a foreign country which is great but it's also yeah i would definitely just go and see the people that i haven't seen in a really long time mm -hmm. and i look um, forward to that being possible and it should be this year, I yeah. hope in the spring, like that's going to be really nice. But I'm going to be such a weirdo by the time I get to Vegas, like because um, <laughs> everyone's kind of had a normal-ish life over the last kind yeah. of six months or so, and unfortunately, mine just wasn't able to do that because of like my child has some health issues, and so we've had to be extra careful and yeah. the whole thing. Um, so I'm going to be like, this is weird. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> I'm feeling very nervous. How do I do my job? But I mean, in a, in a great way too, it's just going to be, I think kind of overwhelming to have yeah. people around again. It's going to be weird, but great. Mm. I guess it, it feels almost similar lines to the question where like, because of the, the situation, the pandemic situation where you would be so much happier to see people in mm. like a less taken for granted way that 
you're at least short term kind of going to make the most of each interaction yeah. uh, initially at least. Yeah. Um, do you think – yeah, uh, I'm gonna hug a lot of people. You. Yeah, right. Like, dude, um, I might hug you, and uh, so just like well, prepare yourself. Well, no. <laughs> I know. I'm no, just absolutely. saying. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay. I'm, um, I'm gonna become a hugger. I don't know. I haven't nice. had anyone to hug for a while, but and I could be a hugger. Who knows? <laughs> no, what's What's not to love about a hug? Right. Seriously, um, during a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> that point <laughs> uh, well um but do you think it will change uh anything for you for like the long term how you deal with uh anything like that um social yeah i think it might i think i think the kind of extreme nature of the isolation and whatnot that i've kind of been in is going to take a long time to unpack like yeah just because it kind of makes a mark on us, not just mentally, you know, psychologically, but also physically. It's mm-hmm. a very strange thing to be living through this situation in this particular way and watching everyone else kind of living their lives and being happy for them and loving it. Like for genuinely sure. being happy for people and watching them do wonderful things. But um, yeah, it's going to, I don't know what it's going to look, look like when I come out the other end of it. So I, I don't really know like how it could change things long term for me, but I think I'm going to yeah. be a lot more intentional about the people I spend time with, for sure. Right. No yeah, more time wasting. Point. Yeah. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> I I would like to think it would help people kind of not take things for granted for the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, being more you know, grateful and everything for their time. I hope so. What they're able to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I've become incredibly grateful for things, even now, like. So, yeah, I think I, – I hope that too. I really hope it does kind of create that sort of feeling in the world. That would be a nice thing. Um, okay, how, let's close on this one. If you and I were to become close friends, what is something I need to know about you? You need to know about me. Yeah, what like, would I need to like know about you? No. <laughs> well, that has told me something, the way you just answered <laughs> that. So, no. <laughs> no, like, like what is something that's like – fundamental to you or maybe even one of like your deal breakers for friendship i don't know that i have like any real like massive deal breakers um i i think most things are kind of general um how can I put it, kind of general courtesies or, or something that most people do. Mm. You know, if someone is, like, completely inconsiderate or something, just, just mm. doesn't care, then I guess, you know, things along those lines could be deal breakers. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for most reasonable people, um, there aren't any real deal breakers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... Things like that, obviously, that I value, um, like com- consideration, compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that there is one thing that you need to know about me, which, yeah, like, okay, I, I, I guess it's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, which I guess is a good thing that makes it more uh, possible. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. not like a barrier. It can happen. Yeah. We can be great friends. Oh, that's awesome. 
Cool. I'm totally going to hug um, you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I, I guess I was mm-hmm. also relating to some of the things that you spoke about with mm-hmm. uh, Brandon too, in ways of like, uh, you know, appreciating your own personal space and your own time whilst yeah. also, um, you know, appreciating other, the people around you and mm-hmm. social times. Um, yeah, it's a and, nice balance to be able to find that. And people who yeah. have that same balance, it makes it so much easier because then you don't mm-hmm. have to like feel bad if they, you know, think that you're trying to get away or you need a little space or not or yeah, that kind yeah, of balance so helps. I guess something like uh, that I'm uh, a thoughtful person and mm-hmm. um, sometimes need time or space in that regard as well um where it can come more naturally to other people yeah um some things like that i find difficult potentially Mm -hmm. um and i wouldn't say it uh like hinders friendships but it can you know make friendships better when people understand that kind of stuff mm-hmm. about yes yeah. you know just interactions are easier um, true yeah I get there's probably better answers to that, that I can't think of right now but that was what, no I like that, that one, one though I yeah. think that's a I think that's a really lovely one what you said kind of right there at the end yeah being able to kind of understand that is it's a beautiful thing in friendships and it does make it easier it doesn't hinder it because you can always explain it but it's nice when mm-hmm. it happens a little sure. more naturally yeah and how about you? Oh, um, gosh. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because you just said this, but it's something pretty similar. I, I have a tendency to to need my own space, and that's no reflection on the people I'm with. I just, mm-hmm. you know, really, like, need to kind of recharge my own batteries on my own sometimes. And it can be hard for people to understand, and, and they don't always trust that that's what it is, you know. But it's not... Yeah, I just I like a little bit of downtime, like you said, right. to kind of process and things, and yeah, yeah, that it's not a personal thing about them; it's just for you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. I get that. I respect that for sure. Yeah, this has been really interesting. I appreciate how game you you were, especially like I said before. This is early for you, and you're a poker <laughs> player, so it's like yeah. especially early because it's nighttime in Italy right now. It's morning time in Canada, mm-hmm. but I hope this was a uh, I don't know, enjoyable, enlightening, <laughs> any of those was, things. Yeah, it was absolutely enjoyable and interesting. Yeah, I was game for it. I do enjoy these kind of random uh, thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I enjoy the kind of exploration into people's thinking, especially when mm. it like is so uh, personal and it's what makes them like a, an individual, as you say. Mm-hmm. You really, you get to know someone that way. It's very cool. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I've enjoyed your podcast from the past and oh, thank you. listening to other people. So, yeah, I thought it'd be absolutely interesting to do. And hopefully it's interesting to some of the listeners. Too. <laughs> I bet it will be. I've really enjoyed this. Like, yeah, awesome. it's been a lot of fun for me. So thank you for it. And um, yeah, absolutely. enjoy Canada. I hope that it's a really great place for you. Vancouver is such a great city. And I hope that you find, you know, 
all of the the bandmates that you need and <laughs> <laughs> exactly nice. what you want there. Absolutely. Cool. I appreciate that. I hope I will too. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Thank you again. And thank everybody for listening. I hope that you all at home feel like you know the person behind the cards and the results even better now. So join me next time on the Heart of Poker sponsored by 888 Poker. 